Hey, Jason here. So, interest rates are, I read something the other day, I think it was interest rates have risen to the highest level in the last four or five years. People are freaking out. Um, does this mean inflation's coming? Does this mean I can't buy a house? Does this mean the stock market's gonna crash? Does this mean a lot of things? What does it mean from kind of a finance and value investment perspective when interest rates rise? Does And doesn't mean anything. Um, if you grew up in my kind of generation uh, as a value investor and finance person, I started getting really serious about finance and value investing in about 2008. So we were already in the midst of the financial crisis. Interest rates had already cratered. So for the last 10 years or so, we pretty much been in a low interest rate world, not only in the United States, but around the world. Um, and a lot of countries or even around the world are to negative interest rates. I think Japan and Germany are two examples um, of, co of countries that have negative interest rates or had uh, at one point negative interest rates. So we've lived in a low or negative interest rate world for the last 10 years. So people are freaking out about higher interest rates. And again, they're in the United States. I think I, the article I read said, in the last four or five years, interest rates now, today, as of this recording, are the highest they've been in four or five years. So, from a finance and value investment perspective, what does that mean, if anything? Frankly, I don't really care about interest rates. I am not a bond investor. Um, I have looked at bond investments in the past, mainly from bankrupt companies. Um, interest rates, to me, in the kind of the value investment realm, don't really have any bearing on my this my kind of very micro level look at an individual company. Do they become a factor if they are 8, 10, 12% like they were in the 70s? Yes, they become a factor then. But until then, to me, they don't really mean much. Um, it means companies, because I don't invest in companies that have a lot of debt. If I were investing in companies that had a lot of debt or rely on refinancing their debt on a regular basis to kind of sustain their debt levels and sustain their operations, that is where you have a problem. Um, because as interest rates rise, if, you have, if you're a large company and you have large debt levels and you have to refinance constantly and pretty much every year, with rising interest rates, you're going to have to pay ever higher and higher interest rates um, on that debt to service that debt. So, what that means, you'll have higher interest charges, you'll have higher debt payments, you'll have less cash flow, um, you'll become more susceptible to a financial crisis and crash because <coughs> if the financial markets crash or when the financial markets crash, you'll either won't be able to refinance or you'll have to refinance on some crazy terms like companies did in the 2008 recession. So, one of the things that's why I don't that's one of the many reasons I don't like at companies with high debt, or those are some of the many reasons I don't like at companies with high debt. And just in general, it's a value investment kind of um, I don't know, truism, I guess is probably the best term, is you want a giant margin of safety, and companies with large amount of debts don't have giant margins of safety in most cases. Another reason interest rates don't really bother me too much is from a deep value investor perspective is because I focus on generally sub $500 million companies. These companies aren't huge. They generally, again, I I discard companies that have a lot of debt. 
um, and these kind of companies can't get large amounts of debt anyways in most cases because they're so small so just like with what should you do when the stock market crashes or when your stock crashes if you are doing a good job and you stick to your processes and you keep looking and you keep an unemotional look at your portfolio you will do a good job over time even in high interest rate world again and we're not even close to that historically we're still near all-time lows in interest rates um, in the United States so an interest rate rise I think was four and a half percent on the 30-year um, mortgage and I don't know what is that on the 10-year T-bill um, but for around four and a half percent is historically nothing still so um, and the inflation numbers came out today again I don't look at macro stuff hardly at all but inflation is a big number because of all all of the money not only the US government but governments around the world have printed since 2007 2008 um, so at some point uh, at some point inflation is going to happen um, and I think the US rate came in at 2.1% they were expecting 2% and people are, oh. um, so as you can tell I don't really care too much about the interest rate um, again as of right now interest rates have pretty much zero factor on my investment decisions but because of what I do and the companies I look at the safety of the companies I look at the low debt levels the high cash levels uh, profitability all those kind of things so what happens if interest rates get to 8% 10% 12% like they were in the 70s will but let's say they go back to that number inflation gets out of control interest rates go out of control the entire economy collapses or not collapses but um, crashes because there's some kind of version of stagflation or massive inflation if interest rates get to 8 10 12 percent then hard assets like uh, multifamily real estate if you have a low interest rate would be great Bonds, I would actually probably start looking at more bonds if interest rates get that high. <coughs> Not necessarily because I don't think I can't produce higher returns than 8, 10, 12%, but if you can lock in something for a 10 or 20 or 30 year period that's going to lock automatically give you 10, 12% like that, it's like a dividend. Um, in, in another sense, it's pretty much a dividend, except you get it for 20, 30 years. If you buy a solid uh, solid, uh, solid company again I don't look at um, bond investments in the past unless there's some kind of bankruptcy situation um, so I'd have to kind of change my mindset when it comes to bond investing at that point but again would I invest less in stocks at that point probably um, would I look for more hard, hard assets and bonds possibly yes would it still take me out of the market completely Again, and this a lot of this knowledge that I'm sharing with you right now about what I would do is just general um, knowledge, historical knowledge of what happened in the 70s and what people did in the 70s when interest rates went crazy, um, stuff like that. So, I mean, there's nothing really secret here. This is all just kind of common knowledge um, from reading about historical finance. I'm a big finance or history buff, especially when it comes to financial history. So I've read a lot about this kind of stuff before. Um, and again, to me, 
I don't think interest rates will get that high. If they do, to me, it's still not that big of a deal. I just would switch my kind of asset classes a little bit and be less in the stock market, more into, more into hard assets like multifamily real estate and bonds. Um, but again, other than that, I mean, once you, once you know how to value invest properly and you have the proper mindset, it doesn't really matter what you're investing in. You should do well if you can stick to your processes. What do I mean by that? Value investing, people think the stock market, if they think about value investing at all, they think about the stock market. Value investing mindset, um, and I talk about that a lot, this a lot in the um, master class my team and I just finalized and built. And that, actually, the entire first week is actually having, about having the, um, of the six-week program is about having the proper value investing mindset and how this is so important. Because once you get this kind of foundational piece down, having the proper mindset, the proper outlook, the proper kind of base level knowledge, you can use the value investing mindset in anything. And again, if interest rates go crazy, I would just switch my asset classes because I know how to evaluate multifamily real estate, because I know how to evaluate bonds, because I know how to, um, <coughs> I know the financial history of crazy inflation in this country, uh, mainly during the 70s. It wouldn't freak me out too much. Again, this is where being prepared and kind of having the mental models comes in. Um, I talked about one of my other videos, the anchoring bias video. We're going to be starting to talk a little bit more about um, mindset and biases and mental models and stuff like that. So, again, interest rates. To me, I'm sure a lot of people will be freaking out, value investors, finance people, whatever. Will there be less investments from public companies if interest rates go higher? Probably, since they won't be able to buy cheap debt or acquire cheap debt. Um, but again, I don't focus on companies that use debt anyways. I, I, I want free cash flow in the companies I am looking to invest in, whether they be public company stocks or private companies or real, even uh, multifamily real estate. I want them to produce cash flow, cash flow, cash flow, cash flow, um, pretty much from day one whether it's a public, private, public business, private business, or um, multifamily real estate. Watch Bruce cash flow from day one. So, because cash flow gives you options. It does, if you have cash flow and significant cash flow and growing cash flow, you don't have to rely on debt. You have a strong balance sheet, or you should have a strong balance sheet, unless you lever up too much. Um, you have the ability to acquire other assets <coughs> or real estate buildings or public stocks or private businesses um, you have the ability to rely on your operational free cash flow value or the value of your um, free cash flow your operations produce to invest in your own business and grow your own business without having to rely on um, debt you can buy back shares you can pay a dividend um, you can do cash free cash and cash gives you options that's why I love companies that produce a lot of free cash flow um, and that's again why I why interest rates won't bother me at all because I don't invest in companies with a lot of debt or they require a lot of debt or have to have to refinance a lot of debt I don't buy those kind of businesses what no matter what they are so if you're in good businesses good to great businesses that don't have solid balance sheets high cash levels low debt levels or no debt you'll be great um, you'll do fine. Get away from the watching the financial news. Get away from people like Jim Cramer, um, <coughs> who are 
telling you to run, get away from, what is it, um, the other day I saw when the market crashed a thousand points, and I have a, um, I have a post about this um, that is going to release at some point here soon, but in the post, um, one of the articles I saw was two times in one week, something along the lines of two times in one week the stock market crashes, um, the, uh, to the two highest point falls in one day happened in the last week, the two highest. What they don't say, because they want to get you riled up and get your emotions going like crazy, is that on a percentage basis, those falls don't even, I think they were 4.2 and 4.5%, don't even crack the top 20 in percentage falls. So, again, people are freaking out about interest rates, you probably should run from them, um, or maybe they're a bond investor or some kind of other investor that relies on debt, I don't. So, um, to me, again, interest rates won't affect me too much, even if they get the 8, 10, 12% range, it'll just make it harder to make it harder to do things it's not always going to be easy like it has been for the last 10 years actually frankly the low interest rate or no interest rate policy negative interest rates and the massive amount of printing money um, is ridiculous it's a historical anomaly um, so to rely on the last eight to ten years kind of in your thought processes is, is frankly silly um, it doesn't make any sense because it's a historical anomaly it's pretty much never happened before on this scale um, the massive amount of low interest rates and massive amount of money printing. So, um, again, interest rates, <clears throat> in my opinion, shouldn't bother you too much. Um, but I'd love to hear your comments below. I'd love to hear your thoughts below about if you have, um, if you agree, if you disagree, I'd love to hear why. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts because as finance and value investors, finance people and value investors, we have a lot of opinions and frankly, I don't hear too much people talking about um, interest rates when it comes to value investing, probably because most of the value investors I talk to probably have a similar mindset to me, so I'd be interested to hear your mindset as well. See if I miss anything, um, see if I can add anything, see if you have a different thought process, <coughs> see if you think I'm wrong, whatever. Uh, let me know in the comments below, like, la uh, like share, love, um, and I will talk to you uh, next time. Thanks.